the boys you waiting for. It's Ed. It's Sean. Otherwise known as Geeksters. And welcome to episode 236 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. No, I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it locked up there for a second because he realized we're just doing one podcast. That's right. <laughs> and as always is the lovely Stacy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you might be asking yourself, wait, isn't the show usually done live? That's correct. You're right. Yes. You win a no prize. But unfortunately, I have a prior engagement translated into work. So we are giving you this podcast rather than being live. There you go. All right. So it's going to be a little bit of a different format, probably. That's why it's only one episode instead of part one or part two. Exactly. That's what threw it off. <laughs> so, so let's start off with how was your Easter? It was good. It was good. Uh, you know, we did the usual, like, well, well, it's more of a Polish tradition for us because we have kibasi. Because you celebrate on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Monday for the Polish is Dingus Day. Dingus? Dingus Day, yes. Is there another word for penis? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know what the loose translation of it is, but uh, basically it's just like it's 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 a it's actually a day of love is what it is. And so like if you were Polish, what you would do is you'd get a bucket of warm water and wake Stacy up, you would go into <laughs> the bedroom while she's sleeping and throw the water on her. <laughs> How is that a sign of love? It's not. It's a sign of divorce. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, okay, now, I remember calling people dinguses. Like, yeah, you dingus. You know, like, I don't remember why. It was just, I guess, a kid's way of saying dick. <laughs> you know? But that doesn't sound lovey at all. Like, well, it's like, you know, like when you were in grade school and you used to po- pull the ponytail of the girl you used to like. It was like flirting. Yeah. Right, so coming in with a warm bucket of water and throwing it on my our bed <laughs> well, is, is like, well, you son of a- I love you. <laughs> <laughs> now do the dish, now, now go do we gotta go throw this in the dryer. Like, <laughs> like, well, actually, it's 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 not like people who are like a couple; they're like uh, maybe dating or mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So she would be living at home with her mother or parents or something like and, that. And I would have to get her parents' permission to like, hey. Guess what? Uh, I know Stacey's Apparently, there, there's, there's, like, if you're, it's all Polish, that'd be it's like, like come, yeah, on come on in. in. Yeah. Yeah, I even warmed the water up for you. <laughs> Go get her. Go get him. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh. A lot of running involved in this, in this tradition. I'm too lazy. I was just like, just hit me, get it. How'd you get that shiner? Dingus day. <laughs> Warm water? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put a steak on it and cook it later, you know. <laughs> I tenderize it my <laughs> She lit me up and tenderized my eyes and used a steak. Because <laughs> there was no way I'd get out alive with doing that. It's because no. we're not Polish. I don't think I am. <laughs> Even if I was, you're still not doing it. We don't celebrate that. <laughs> uh-uh. I'd be so mad. So did you just do the family dinner? Yeah, thing? family dinner and uh, church. Yeah, church. We, well, you always do a church on Sundays, but yeah, that's more well, important it's, it's on Sunday. The special one. Yes, that's where I would say the the heathens go to church because it's like we go to church only twice a year, <laughs> Easter and Christmas. Yeah, so it was probably standing room only. 
Well, no, well, it's actually, actually, it's not as, as, as packed as it used to be in the, in the old days. Especially now, like, they go in, like, kind of in the mornings to get the day, that over with so they can do their day. So I go to the last match, which is 1230 in the afternoon. And uh, I'm not too thrilled with the bi-yearly Catholics. It's just uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why is because I'm usher sure for church. So right. afterwards, I have to clean the church, like, uh. basically put all the big sort of pews are up and uh, kneelers I mean are up and the books are pro- probably put away and gather up any papers and that kind of stuff but they just leave it a mess it's just of course like, it's, it's like, like we're only here twice a year who cares God will clean it up <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like no he can't he's got those holes in his hands everything will fall right through <laughs> you know how hard is it going to pick up the, a wad of paper or some chewing gum <laughs> Right through. <laughs> yeah, that, that that stuff I don't touch. Like there's, there's always just like somebody has a used tissue like on the seat or on the floor. Uh, I leave them because I used to try and pick them off the piece of paper and I always get sick. And I'm like, hey. I'm not doing that anymore. I got, <laughs> no more. No more. They do have a cleaning crew that comes in and cleans the church uh, every couple of days. They okay. come in and do that. So let them handle it because they have the gloves. <laughs> Oh, these people. Don't they have ushers for this? <laughs> Why are we getting the short end of the stick? Yeah. All right. Anything else exciting happened to you this week? I uh, know. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, not too, uh, not too much. I did pick up uh, 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 Teen Titans. The As did I. Did you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, she's like, because I picked up more than that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did. Cause, okay, so I got my income tax check. And it was Saturday. Was it Saturday that we did the running around? I think. I don't the remember. first time? Yeah, the first yeah. time. <laughs> it was Saturday, and I got the check, and it cleared, obviously. So I'm like, oh, who got cash money? What, what? So what's the purchase I said I was going to make? The, the VR headset. Yes. <laughs> but I already started having buyer's remorse before I even attempted to make the bu- purchase. Yes. And, I, and so I was like... I don't know. You know, you kind of go like it's, you know, the whole thing, everything I need is going to be like a little over 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get a huge income tax check, but it's a nice chunk of it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe let me go talk to, let me go talk to the people that I know in the industry to help maybe, hopefully, the way she said it, talk you out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, the fir- what he thought was going to happen. Right. So, the first place we went to was my old. Uh, game stuff that I used to work at yeah. with Fletcher. Yeah. Um, hey Fletcher, if you're listening, um, so went to get his advice because he actually tried it. Okay. You know, so I can get a firsthand account of how it works. Right. So I asked him, and he's like, "Look, it was pretty awesome." You know, he came. In, he had more pros than cons, and he's like, "Look, it's pretty much everything we always wanted as a kid." You know, the whole idea of a virtual reality thing, and I'm like. <laughs> but we don't have any like bundles because there's a couple bundle packs. Like I know at my store, I just have the headset, mm-hmm. and the headset alone is like four hundred bucks. Yeah. So um, I was like, well, I still need the cameras. I still need the move controllers. You know, it's like I mean, I probably can pick them up pre-owned and with an employee discount. Still, it's gonna be like five hundred bucks. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. Now, and I was like, you know what? He's like, maybe they might have something at Best Buy, like a demo, because I want to put it on because we. The my, one of my concerns is motion sickness mm-hmm. because it's possible. Yeah, some games even make you sick. Right, some right. games we've talked about that in the past on the yeah. show. So he's like, I'm not gonna lie, there are some motion sickness. Like he said when uh, he played um, Resident Evil Seven, 
there was a moment where a guy, a character grabs you and throws you around. He's like, yeah, take the helmet off because he was like, you know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Well, I'm not. I'm probably never gonna play Resident Evil Seven. Yeah. If I do, she's gonna record the whole thing because I'd be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> like all scared. <laughs> But he did say that there are experiences, you know, like cheap games, where it's not really like a game. It's more like, a, hey, you know, we're going to have you fly through this and to kind of acclimate you to mm-hmm. the motions and stuff. Right. And I'm like, all right. You know, I'm like, okay, not really helping because you're not really saying don't get it because there was no other than the motion sickness con. It was all pros. Right. And I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Let's go to Best Buy and just kind of see if they have a demo. Yeah. You know, because our, our Sony rep, Sony Steve, you know, hasn't been around. He kind of goes from place to place, Best Buy, his his area, to set it up to, to show people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, let's go to Best Buy. You know, we go to Best Buy, and I'm like, you guys have one set up? And they're like, no. And then I go over to, like, a counter, and I'm like, is there any stores in the area that might have, like, a demo? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, not that I know of. But as I turn to walk away, she goes, funny thing is, the guy who was he was working with is buying one right now. So I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, oh, so what made you buy it? Like, I, right away I became like Mr. Like Consumer Report. Like, <laughs> and why would you, would you say it was a pro or a con? Like, with my little pen and jot down notes. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, I just, I, I've seen it. It looked cool. I'm buying it. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, <laughs> no one is telling me don't buy it. <laughs> right? Yes. So like the whole day. I'm kind of moving. She, we went out to Willow Grove because she needs sneakers. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think I'm picky about things, <laughs> I mean, it literally is. I don't like these shoes. I don't like these shoes. Ooh, this is nice. Ah, I'm not feeling it. And I, I can't. I'm the same way on certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, not for shoes. Shoes. I'm like, these look. Are they black? Do they fit? I'm buying them. Yeah. You know, for her, that's, it, that's not me. No, for her, it's it's. Well, what time is it during the day? How does the sun light these things up? Uh, you know, is does this color go with the outfit I'm wearing right now? You know, and then it's three days till full moon, so I don't know if these aren't for me. Like, you know. They got to talk to me. The shoes have to, like, scream by me. Okay. So I'm like, eh. So, we're eh. Wa- so we walked through, like. Five stores. Five stores, and it was. Yeah, nothing's 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 calling me. I'm like, but the whole time I can't be like, oh my god, what are you doing? Because the whole time I'm thinking, oh, do I really want to buy this headset? Yeah, like, like I'm you're, I'm, you're somewhere else. I'm somewhere else, and I'm kind of depressed about it because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like, a part of the guys we've talked about on the show, part of the reason is so she can watch her shows and I can game. So we're still in the same room and yeah. we're being you know compatible and and co- enjoying each other's company. <laughs> But I don't see it, but all right. I mean, yeah. like, I, I get this, the, the idea that you're mm-hmm. in the same room, well, it's, but your headset's on, so mm-hmm. you're, you're like, she could leave the room and you wouldn't even know it because uh-huh. you'd be so, like, engrossed in whatever you're doing that like, she, uh-huh. she could do whatever. I it's mean, coexisting. I, coexisting for, for bits in time, you know. But she was like, look, if you ever just want to play, if that's one of the reasons why you're buying it, why don't you just tell me, hey, Stacey, after the show, can I play some games? And I, yeah. I mean... I'm like, All and right. I've never ever been like, oh, that's what you want to do. Never. No, she's never. never. Yeah. She's always been really supportive. She hasn't had the gaming bug recently, mm-hmm. so 
I, you know, so she hasn't been like, okay, well, while you're at work, I'm going to get some gaming in, you know, so it's, so it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't really need it. I don't, mm. I don't, there's no need for it. Right. You know, <clears throat> I mean, now considering, you know, like, I'm like, all right, you know, it, the moment's kind of, it's going to be one of those ebbs and flows of, is the moment going to hit me? Is it, I mean, it's not one of those like, honey, guess what? Guess what I bought today? Yeah. It's not going to be like that. So we put that aside, and then a couple of days later, Tuesday, I was like, look, after work, can we go to Best Buy so I could pick up the Teen Titans movie? Mm-hmm. You know? I thought that's all I was going to pick up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh, we go, I grab that, and then I'm like, well, I'm not getting the headset at the moment, so let's go shopping. You know, like, <laughs> I, I walk by, I pick Split Up, I'm holding that. Um, I pick up King Kong, like the ultimate edition of King Kong, the, the Peter Jackson version, because mm-hmm. it's all the ones with all the behind the scenes, like the 13 hours of, of goodness that he mm-hmm. put into yeah. it. And I'm like, okay, I'll grab that. And then I'm like, Stacy, like, and I walk by like the box sets, and there it is, in glorious neon, right out of the 80s, Miami Vice complete series on Blu-ray, 55 bucks. I'm like, grab that. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, and um, I'm sitting there going like, there was like, why me? Why him? Mm -hmm. There was the comedy that came out this past Christmas that no one saw. And I was like, what do you want to get this? Or is this a red boxer? Because I know she wants to see it. And I'm like, she's like, well, I'm not like you. I can't just buy a movie just to have a part of collection. It's got to be a movie I got to watch all the time. I'm like, well, that's not me. You know, <laughs> so I had like a nice little like a handful of, of movies and stuff. You had like, like seven of them. And but then I was like, you know what? Split. I get a feeling like once the oh my god is is the the twist is there. Mm. You just go like okay, well, I can't watch that again. So I put that one back. And then we got, I got you know we picked up a couple Disney movies. There's like Pocahontas, the two pack, you know, and then the Princess and the Frog, which I've never seen. So I grabbed those. Okay. You know, which one? The Princess of the Frog you haven't seen. I, was I never saw. Wow, okay. He has now, but at the time, have, yeah. he had never right. seen it. I haven't. We've watched it since then. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll get that. We'll get this, you know. And then I, you know, so by the end of the night, I had, excuse me, I did Teen Titans, and I just got the Blu-ray. I didn't get the, the statue one. Okay. Because I'm like, you know what, the Blue Beetle, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't really need the statue. I'm not paying an extra... F- 10 bucks for just a little statue. It's going to yeah. collect us. I've gotten better at that, yeah. I think. Because it's welcome. this week. <laughs> this week. Because it's a character I don't really like. like yeah. You know? Like, if it was Batman, I'd be like, I, I need that. You know? <laughs> so, so when they come with the Harley Quinn one for the next one. Right. You're going to get it. I'm going to get that one. Yeah. Sure, of course. Because she'd want that too. If she looks good. She's good. Harley's got to look a certain way for me. I'm picky about my Harley. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be the Tim. That's a surprise. Bruce, the Bruce Tim style, so it's gonna it's gonna be on my shelf. Like, I'm getting it. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I just got the, the standard movie, you know, and then Miami Vice, and she's like, I don't know why you got that. You're never gonna watch it. I'm like, I am so gonna watch it because Miami Vice was my shit in the eighties. In the eighties, you know, and the, and the show still holds up. I mean, okay, I, I, I probably. I mean, no, no. I've I've watched episodes since later on in you know in time because I did have season one on DVD at one point in time. Yeah, and I watched it. And I was like, this show's awesome, so good, well written. The visuals are beautiful. The music is uh, obviously it's that show 
helped propel a lot of other shows stylistically wise. Yeah, 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 you're right. So I'm it like, was a pioneer show. It was a very pioneer show. So yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, it, it created a whole fashion. Yeah, it, it did. created music and movies and television, put Michael Mann on the, on the you know, map. map. Yeah. And I found out it was also executive produced by Dick Wolf. My shit. So, so you know, um, that's that's what was my shopping experience. So we watched uh, Princess and the Frog, which I enjoyed. I thought it was cute. You know, I, I wouldn't say it's like in the pantheon of great Disney movies, but it was cute. You know? Okay. I mean, I don't think it holds a candle like Hercules or Little Mermaid, but it's, you know, it's nice. It's cute. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all right. I mean, of course, like, there. have you seen it? Yes, of course. Of course. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know. It's like, <laughs> there is don't a, insult me. There is a moment where I was like, you sons of, fuck you, Disney. You always <laughs> got to do something like this with a little lightning bug. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, come on. Did you cry? I got a, I got a little choked up. Raymond. 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 Evangeline. I was like, and you know, and at the end, the two, one star turns into two, and I'm like, ah. Oh. Like, <laughs> Dizzy just puts that right on the shelf again. I'm like, fuckers. <laughs> they killed her dad and they killed the wife. Yeah, but you didn't see the dad, so. It. There's all, but but you kind of go, okay, so dad's not around. We get it. So she's doing this big dream to make dad, you know, to help make dad's dream come true. I get that. That's her motivation. But to kill of the to, to kill a little lightning bug, a little Cajun <laughs> lightning bug, that ain't right. A, a, a hillbilly lightning bug with no teeth. His whole family was just like, like, wow, really fighting those stereotypes, aren't you, Disney? <laughs> like, I'm just sitting there going, really? Like, I get you're being progressive as your first African-American princess, but you went full redneck? I was waiting for a... <laughs> off in the distance. That's the extended cut. Yeah. I was waiting for the like someone to pour... The, what's, uh, what's the male frog's name? Oh, Naveed or Naveen. 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 Him being a you know stuck behind a bush and you hear squeal for me, froggy. You know, <laughs> wee wee. You know, <laughs> and some toothless fireflies. <laughs> Get them again. <laughs> you know. I was like, oh, like, wow, when you go to Disney. Like, <laughs> no one complains about that one. <laughs> you know, so I was like, all right, you know, it was cute. I wouldn't be like, you know what, I'm bored. If I had to watch a Disney movie uh, out of the collection now that we have of Disney movies, it wouldn't be my first choice. No, it would be Tangled. His first choice would be Tangled. <clears throat> Tangled would be cute until I get Emperor's New Groove. Then Emperor New Groove is going to be my shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> that and then Crunk's Groove. Double the pleasure, double the fun. I love those movies. Or throwing, I have Lilo and Stitch on DVD, but you know, I'd rather have the Blu-ray. You know, that kind of, you know. <laughs> I think the Emperor's New Groove is one of those underrated Disney movies of all time. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. 
funny. It's hysterical. It's got some good tunes in it. Tom Jones. Tom Jones singing. There you go. You know? Cusco. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, speaking of Disney, yes? this past weekend, actually, besides being Easter, it was the 40th uh, celebration of Star Wars. Are you going to fuck up my uh, Newsweek? Apparently. <laughs> we'll talk about that later then. All right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, we also went to the movie Sunday. That's right, we did. All right. And we saw... Going in style. Yes. Going in style. Mm-hmm. Old Man Robin Bank. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I don't know where... Do you have, since we're in two-bit productions, do you have... How it did that, you know, how the box office was uh, last week. Give me a couple minutes. I can uh, uh, take your time. Can, take your time. Um, yeah, I mean, the theater wasn't overly crowded. No. But I don't, I don't know. Lately, because there's three of us that go, me, mm-hmm. Dad, and Stace, um, I try to get the three seats in the perfect center. All the way in the back. All the way in the back. But so that time, sometimes leave Dad with an open seat next to him. Mm-hmm. I would think that people would know not to buy that seat because it's one seat. Apparently not. If you're going by yourself, you don't care to sit next to a complete stranger in a couple's chair, you know, whatever. So Dad was sitting next to a guy who I swear, I feel like he just wandered in. Probably. I think he was spending the day at the movies just to keep cool or whatever it was because halfway through... At first, I thought it was my dad. <laughs> because my dad has been known to snore in the movie theaters and fall asleep watching. Because if, a movie, if a movie's not interested in him, he'll fall asleep. That's how he tells whether or not it's a good movie. It's, yes. I was awake the whole time. Must be good. You know? <laughs> so at first, I thought it was him because it's, it's dad, Stacy, and me. Yeah. So I look, I'm here. And I lean over. I'm like, is my dad asleep? And he's not. Dad's even looking at the guy next to him just snoring like a motherfucker. And before we even, when we got, we got there just, I would say just as the um, trailers? trailers were starting, yeah. maybe halfway through the first one, um, he was already there and he had the armrest up. Like he was already like spread out when dad sat down apparently. Yeah. And I was just like, ah. Oh. Like, but here's the thing is the seats next to me were empty. Like at that point. Yeah, like five of them. <laughs> yeah, and eventually Dad did get up and sit next to me. Yeah, you know, but it was definitely like you know you could have done that earlier. Like, you know, the moment you sat down, I was like, oh my god, this because he also looked kind of homeless. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but he was just snoring away, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. you know, it wasn't like I, the movie itself. I thought was cute, but I, I don't think it did well in the box office. You want to find out where it landed? Sure. All right, here we go. Get the top five movies of last weekend. Uh, number five was the number four movie, which was Going in Style. Oh. And it made $6.288 million over the weekend and 233 overall in the two weeks of release with a $25 million budget. So it's It'll not doing that. Yeah, we'll, we'll make a little money next week, hopefully. Uh, number four was the number three movie of last week, of the week before. Uh, Smurfs, The Lost Village. It made $6.7 million over the weekend. And twenty four point nine overall in the two weeks release with a sixty million dollar budget. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> number three was the number two movie of last week, Beauty and the Beast, made thirteen point seven million over the weekend and four hundred and fifty four point seven overall in the five weeks release with a hundred sixty million dollar budget. Wow. 
Number two was the number one movie. It was Boss Baby. Boss Baby got knocked off its perch. That's right. $16 million it made over the weekend. And 116.7 overall in the three weeks release. I have oh, no budget for that. Okay, I know. No, I'm like, <laughs> now what? you know what the number one I'm movie is, but I'll tell everybody else. The Fate of the Furious. It made $98.7 million over the weekend. And that's where it sits the total budget and a 250, I'm sorry, total gross. And the budget was $250 million. Right. Apparently, though, I saw an article where it made like $500 million worldwide. I'm not surprised. I mean, um, neither am I, but I'm kind of glad it didn't break the $100 million mark in opening weekend. A little point, a little bit. Um, I kind of want to spoil it. We didn't, we didn't see it, but she saw a spoiler. Like, you know the spoiler that... Um, the spoiler that I bitched about with Logan where it was a picture of the snacks. Mm. I've seen it again for Fate of the Furious. I don't think that we should spoil it on the mic. I, I, I kind of want to just because I don't want people seeing this movie. <laughs> well, you know what? It's your prerogative. No, I'm going to be, uh, I'll play the side of good. <laughs> Sucker. I just, you know what? I let them, like, I think it's, it's a silly, uh, we'll tell you when we get done. <laughs> was, was this number eight, I think, at this, this point? Fate of the Fury. It eight, rhymes with eight. Eight, eight. Yeah. Yeah, because they're making like two more. Yeah, they're supposed, they're supposed to be for uh, works nine and ten. Yeah, but the way eight ends, I'm like, how are they going to pull that off? Unless they plan on yet again changing the style of the movie. Because remember, didn't it used to be just about street racing? <laughs> it was street racers being thieves. Was the original movie? I don't were they yeah were they thieves in the first movie I yeah they were, yeah okay then that's the reason why Paul Walker went into this yes because they were he was he was the FBI agent going undercover right trying to find the gang that did it and, right and then the second one was the two fast two furious and then the third one was Tokyo Drift okay. I think yeah and then, and then there was Fast and Furious four or four fast I don't know fast four F four whatever the fuck it was called you know. <laughs> And then, you know, by the time The Rock got involved, it was the fifth one. Yeah. And it was him trying to bring down the... the he, they were retired, but he needed... They they got the big score in the fourth one, so he was trying to bring them... He found them and was trying to bring them in for the fifth one. And then by the end, they turn The Rock around, and he becomes a good guy. He becomes a, a guy... You know the anti-hero, yeah, the anti-hero yeah. in the way, and then he becomes part of the team for the sixth one. Five and six are good. I like five and six because it brings the rock in. Seven was just fucking over the top, ridiculous. And we talked about that on the show. Yeah. It was just stupid. So right away, you know, like the new one has uh, Charlize Theron in it. Yeah. She's apparently the bad guy. Yeah. Um, Vin Diesel's character Dom turns on the rest of the crew. Yeah. Um, Jason Statham gets introduced into the last movie as the bad guy because he was um, in the f- seventh, sixth movie. They kill his brother. His brother, yeah. so he he has to get revenge. And then in this one, he's got to work with the team. They're bringing him in to help bring down Dom because he goes rogue. And it's like. <sighs> And apparently Helen Mirren's in it, too, because she plays Jason Statham's mother, apparently. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Like, 
<laughs> who are they going to bring in for the next one? Like Anthony Hopkins, Bruce Willis, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. It's you know we got to think of Spendables versus the yeah. Furious. You got to think of uh, like a okay. We got to think of words that rhyme with nine. You know, the fast and fine, where it's an all woman gang. You know, they got to bring down an all woman gang. <laughs> the fast and dine. Yeah, where they just go to dinner. <laughs> they just sit there. <laughs> Two hours of them just eating family dinner. Actually, with them, because it's family, it'll probably be a big giant barbecue spray. You know, actually, it's it's, it's all cars. It's a drive through. <laughs> <laughs> they, they pull into Sonic for two hours, just sit there. Uh, or it's uh, Shine in the Furious, where they just stand there on the car wash, just watching their cars. <laughs> but there's explosions in the background. <laughs> Michael Bay is producing this one. <laughs> explosions, explosions, explosions. I, I just don't know, like. Fast and Furious Nine, I, I don't know. <sighs> and by then I'll just be Fast F F X, Final Fantasy uh, Final Fantasy Ten. It'll be Fast and Furious Ten, F F X, F F X X X X I. By that time they'll be in the. Hey, yo, catch me in my little scooter now. Hey. I'm a little rascal, my little rascal. His mm, explosions go behind him. Mm. Oh, I hope you charge that battery up. Mm. Only have one bar left. I got to make this start count. Good thing I put nitrous in this car. Watch me do a wheelie in this little, little, little rascal. Little rascal. Hey, hit the button and make it go wheelie. <laughs> Jumping over cars and a little rascal <laughs> with rock hanging on the back, you're getting dragged. Because <laughs> in this movie, he actually grabs a, a torpedo and knocks it off. It's you know, really, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, the I'm going to say it's probably the end of the movie. They're in Antarctica. It's somewhere in the North Pole or South Pole because it's nothing but ice. Ice, Alaska, wherever. Apparently, they're trying to turn into Bond villains, I guess. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> so she, my she, I mean Charlize Theron, apparently, I, uh, this is what I have been able to piece together, so I'm completely wrong. She pulls Dom in because they had a thing a long time ago, and she's holding something of his that makes him go rogue. But he can't tell everybody else because it's a secret. And that's why they have to go stop Dom from whatever they're doing. Now, that'll tie in to what we tell you later. Yeah. So there, she's actually driving a, uh, a submarine, and she has to say, while all these guys are in souped-up little fucking snowmobiles and tanks, shit, tanks yeah. and shit, yeah. and she fires a torpedo, and it's skidding along the ice, and Ludacris goes, is that a torpedo? <laughs> <laughs> And Rock says, take the wheel, you know. To Tyrese Gibson. To Tyrese, and they're like, what? And he leans out and is able to go down. Because it's the, it's the Rock, he's all muscle, is able to divert the torpedo by pushing it like a little way to go hit some of the bad guys. You know? And then you hear, well, you get style points for that. You know? like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, really? I'm like, 
<laughs> like really like, oh. <clears throat> yeah, fast like, nine's gonna be in space that's you know what that's I, why not <laughs> well, at this point why not like hey yo we'll call it you know moonraker <laughs> i just i'm like really like hey we gotta take vin diesel out into space hey i'm groot no wrong film <laughs> like uh, you know, I just, uh, well, I can't. I can tell I'm not surprised. I'm just glad it didn't hit a hundred million. Yeah, but that's not going to probably be. I'm trying to think what comes out this weekend that might maybe divert it. it. Yeah, I don't think anything. Not until Guardians of the Galaxy. Back to the fifth. Yeah, that's in two weeks. So, quick sidebar. Speaking of Guardians in the Galaxy. Oh boy. Of the Galaxy. If there's anyone listening that has children. Go to Build-A-Bear and get him a Garden to the Galaxy Build-A-Bear. There's Rocket, there's Gamora, there's a little baby Groot. All Build-A-Bears. And, and the reason why she says it like that, because it's like she wants a baby Groot. And yeah. It's full-size Build-A-Bear, but it's the young Groot full-size Build-A-Bear. And it's adorable, Ed. It's the cutest fucking thing ever. And then if you get Rocket Raccoon, you can get this little thing that like attaches to his arm, and it's like little baby Groot in a pot. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's the cutest thing ever. They have Star Lord. I'm just saying. Just saying. Guess I know just what I'm, saying. Guess I know what I'm buying this weekend. <laughs> well, um, the Groot Build a Bear is an online exclusive. It looks like I'm going online when I get home. Ed. And it comes with a voice box that goes, "I am Groot." <laughs> I'm just gonna push it all the time. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> You're like, oh my! Hey, who are you? I'm Groot. I knew you were. That's gonna be the new way that I piss Olga off. Instead of your phone going bazinga, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot, I am Groot. Maybe that won't bother her. With a, if I come in her with like a stuffed animal tree, she's gonna hate it. Okay. Yes. Well, I have I have this week's list of movies coming out this week. Yeah, yeah and I think it's uh, pretty safe to say that Fast Fast Eight's going to be number one still this week. Uh, Born in China is opening this Friday. Okay. It's a documentary on panda bears. Oh, that's right. It's a Disney oh. one. Yeah. Yes. It's pandas. The little tiger cubs. It's like or, a snow leopard, a panda, yeah. and a little monkey. Yes. Uh, Free Fire is also coming out this week. Free Fire? That I looks stupid. That I don't know what that All is. Right. <laughs> uh, Phoenix Forgotten is also opening this Friday. All right. The Promise is opening Friday. <sighs> That's a love story. Yeah. Unforgettable. All right. Unforgettable. Seven Witches. All right. And the final two are Citizen Jane, Battle for the... Doesn't say the rest of the title. <laughs> Battle for the city. There we go. All right. And the happiest day in the life of Ollie Makey. All right. So yeah. So uh, <laughs> fast and fast is going to be number one again. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, going in style. Yes. To give it a review. Okay. It's a story. It stars Alan Arkin, Morgan Freeman, and Michael Caine, or right. as Stacey would put it, Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> Alfred, Lucius, and somebody she doesn't know. I know who he is now. But going into Sean didn't even really want to see this. This was me and his dad that were, yeah. that were interested. He was like, I mean, I guess if that's really what y'all want to see. And me and his dad were like, fuck yeah, that's what we want to see. Buy the tickets. <laughs> Sometimes I know that there's movies that I'm taking dad to see that he doesn't really want to see, but it's time to be spent together. Right. Every once in a while, I got to do the same. Yeah. You know, turn the barrel. Right? Going in style wasn't a movie that was on my radar as far as 
Ooh, let's go see it. It looks cute. It looked like your standard comedy. Like, you know, uh, the only thing that had me somewhat more interested in it, it was directed by Zach Braff, the kid from Scrubs. Yes. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I liked his other uh, um, Garden State. Mm-hmm. He directed that. It was wasn't a, it wasn't a hard comedy, but it was, it was still a good movie. I'm like, all right, it's got Michael Caine, it's got Morgan Freeman, it's got Alan Arkin, who I always think is funny. I'm like, they're, they're probably gonna try to get out of a contract, you know? Like, yeah. you know, like maybe they're just gonna do this one last film, and then they can go do what they really want to do, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> They take like, you know, half their pay normally because, you know, you got Michael Keane going, I'm fucking Alfred. Like, <laughs> I, um, I mean, they acted old. I mean, I know they're old, but Michael Keane, well, here, let me, yeah. let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. You want me to do this one? No, no, no. Like okay. when you see older actors. Yeah. They're, they still are spry. They're still able to walk. They're still able to kind of move around. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine did a pretty good, uh, you know, like a old, old man walk. Okay. Like they all kind of cranked up the fact that they're older mm-hmm. to like nine. Okay. <laughs> like, you know, um, and basically my, uh, Michael Caine's character is going to a bank and the bank gets robbed. Mm-hmm. And he has an idea because the plant that they work for, all three of them work for, is now being all the work's being diverted to overseas and they're not paying anybody their pension. Mm. So Michael Caine, who's now housing his daughter and his granddaughter, is going to is possibly losing his house, or is mm. going to lose his house. So he goes to Morgan Freeman and Alan Arkin, and is like, I want to rob a bank. Those are his besties. They're right. besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all best friends. They've been yeah. working at the pl- plant together for like 30 plus years. Right. And that's all they know. So, of course, Morgan Freeman's like, Morgan Freeman's character is going through, he needs a kidney replaced. But he hasn't told anybody, mm. so he's got a he's got a, not a lot of time left on Earth. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, I'm in." And then Alan Arkin, who's Alan Arkin, is like, "I'm not doing that. Fuck all you." Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he plays like your typical Alan Arkin role, like the curmudgeon, the guy who's got the funny line. Like yeah. I knew going in what to expect out of him. Yeah. And he didn't disappoint at all. He made me laugh the hardest all the time. And um, Anne Margaret's in it. Wow. I, when I mean, I knew she was in it from a commercial, but I was like, I thought she was dead. <laughs> and I did. I honestly thought she was dead. I mean, this is a woman who appeared in Viva Las Vegas with fucking Elvis Presley. Yes. Last time I saw her, I think it was Grumpy Old Men. Yeah. Or Grumpier Old Men. I think. I'm not sure. It's been a long time. <laughs> so I thought just... She must have passed and no one said anything. Or, or, or she passed and I saw it and I went, oh, it's a shame. It's like how every once in a while Estelle Getty dies. Yeah. She died like five years ago. Like, oh, what a shame. Abe Vigoda is dead. No, no, he was still alive for a little while. Then he did finally <laughs> die. die. You know? Yes. So it's like I just kind of felt like it was, it was one of those stories. So seeing her up there, I was like, she's still alive and she still looked good. I would say for, for I'm going to say like a – a 90, 80 something year old woman, you're gonna look obviously. Of course. <laughs> I'm gonna say she's probably like 75. That's my that's, that's my ballpark figure. She still looked good. She still had her sharp wit. She still had the red hair. It wasn't dyed. It wasn't like dyed red. It still looked natural. Yeah, 75 years. Oh, oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you know. 
actually her birthday's coming up. And oh, really? Yes. April 28th is her birthday. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday, Aunt Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're listening. <laughs> Sorry that I thought you might have been dead. <laughs> I apologize. <clears throat> so she plays like this grocery store. She works at a grocery store who has kind of a crush on Arkin. And Alan wants nothing to do with it. And eventually he does come over to the, okay, let's rob the bank kind of place. Right. And then they have to come up with a way. Now they have to find somebody to help them rob a bank. Like somebody to teach, to teach them. them the ropes. So they, you know. Because they don't know how. They're like, you know, right. we don't know how to do this. We're old. <laughs> right. We're not like those youngins. You know? <laughs> they got to find someone to help them because they have no clue what they're doing. None. <laughs> not even a little bit. They try to rob a grocery store, Ed. And it. <laughs> they're like, it's like Michael Caine and he's putting like canned ham like in his blazer jacket. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Morgan Freeman stuffs like a whole pork loin down his pants. It's just a mess. Like, and Alan Arkin's in the car going, I, I, I don't want to be here. Like, because this is before he decides to rob the bank. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't want to do this because the two of them are doing it without him knowing. He's like, you stay in the car because they want to do a test for this see if they can get away with something. <laughs> and it's the, it's the grocery store they always go to. Idiot. So, like, <laughs> and there's, there's a moment. It's uh, Keenan. Uh, what's the kid name from? Uh, um, uh, I think it's Keenan. Keenan's the bigger one, kills the little right. one. I think the, the heavyset black kid from yeah. like the hamburger movie. Yeah, you know, Good well, Burger. Good is Burger. The name of that. Sorry, wow. Like I don't know. He they plays, had a show on the plays like Keenan and Cal. Yeah. He plays like the manager of the store, and they uh, obviously they get caught. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So the three of them are sitting there, and he's like yelling at them, like like they're children. And then he, he <laughs> what do you call it? He's really a pork loin, a whole pork. I've never seen that. Had to be the brother. Like you know, like it's just <laughs> the way he just had, he was like ah. Oh. And the three of them look like just chatting. And Alan was like I I, I like just not. Um, Matt Dillon's in it for a little bit. Okay. You know? And they, you know, they they do find somebody to t- teach them how to rob a bank, like how, like what the process. Basically, like I now know how to rob a bank if I had the balls, you know, how, what I gotta look for, you know, if we lived in a movie world. You get to and, see Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman smoke pot. Yes, it's hysterical. See them get high, you know. They get the munchies. It's the funniest thing ever. It was, it was funnier than I was expecting, but I also went in with low expectations. Because I just thought it was going to be like an average average comedy. But there yeah. were some really good laughs. Most of them from Alan Arkin because it's, it's, Alan, it's Arkin. Alan Arkin. Like, yeah. like it's hard to explain that to her because like she doesn't see a lot of his older like, the in-laws. Yeah. Like he had the best lines in that and then his whole career in that Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. He was great in that too. So it's like, I love Little Miss Sunshine and I didn't put two and two together. That, that's who that is. Oh, okay. That's because you're not, I'm the guy who links everybody together. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really cute. and had a nice little twist at the end that I wasn't expecting. It was like, oh, and a nice little touch. Like, <clears throat> it was like, all right, I'm in. Like, it was, the supporting cast was good. It mm-hmm. was, it was, I mean, I'm not expecting, like, you know. Christopher going, Lloyd was in it. Christopher Lloyd's in it. And I laugh hysterically. Like, you know, Christopher Lloyd's Back to the Future, but... You and I, we know him as Jim Ignatowski. from Taxi. Yeah, Jim Ignatowski from Taxi. He channeled old Jim in this movie. A complete idiot. Like, what? 
huh? Like that kind of like there's a moment they have an idea to to, to kind of to kind of um, give themselves the alibi. They have this huge carnival event, you know, that they were there, and Alan Arkin's characters at the cotton candy machine, and G- and Christopher Lloyd comes up, and he's like. Hey, you know, I want you to do this because we're almost out of cocaine. Out of I'm giving the kids cocaine. He's like, "What? Where? Where's cocaine?" You know, <laughs> like, no. And he's like, "I'm kidding. I'm, there's no cocaine." He's like, "Why not?" <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> everything he said reminded me of Jim. And then, like, Alan Arkin leaves, and a kid comes up. He's like, "You can't have any. We have no more cocaine." <laughs> <laughs> it really was really funny. It was hysterical. It really was a funny movie. It was hysterical. And Dad's laughing because right away you see he's even got the look like, like oh my god, he he, he pulled that one. It's a look you haven't seen in ages. Yeah, but he had that like, huh, shaking his head like. What? No, like old man almost kind of like has dementia. Yes. Dementia. Christopher Lloyd. Jim <laughs> the task. He has no clue what's going on. Like no. he's spacey as fuck. <laughs> best cameo ever. Best, best role ever because it, it made me laugh so hard because all I can think of is, what's a yellow light mean? Slow down. What does a yellow light mean? Slow down. What? Does <laughs> like it was it was that level comedy. Yeah. And with Alan Arkin made it even funnier. Yeah. And then when, you know, like there's a moment where they're suspected of being the robbers. And Kevin uh Matt D- Matt Dillon yeah. is trying to interview Christopher Lloyd <laughs> in this Jimmy Ignatius thing. He's like, now you don't understand. We were out of cocaine. <laughs> He's telling like the FBI agent that. It was so funny. I was like, there was just, there was these moments of comic brilliance in it and I wasn't expecting it. It was like, that might have to be kind of a keeper like, when it comes out because it was really funny. Funnier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, they all did a good job and like, I mean, I know Morgan Freeman did Last Rites, I think it was, or, or um, no, it was uh, Bucket List. Yeah. And then Last Vegas, where it's, I'm an old guy, going to do comedies now. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. And Michael Caine doing a comedy. I'm like, yeah. can he do it? I don't really remember him in any predominantly comic, comedic role. Really? Unless you want to count Jaws 4. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? <laughs> okay. You know what? You're right. I apologize. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> You're right. But I mean, I guess it was so long ago that you kind of forget. Yeah. Even though we just saw it not too long ago, like on TV. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. Very, very funny. Um, I, I recommend it. You got like a, an afternoon to kill and there's nothing like, I, I'd pick that over Fate of the Furious. Yeah. You know, any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Over Fate of the Furious and Smurfs. <laughs> yes. Stupid fucking <laughs> Big blue bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's out of the way. So what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD? Oh, okay, releases of the week, kids. <coughs> uh, first is La La Land's coming out this Tuesday. Ooh, yes. All right, so, Oscar winner. Oscar La La winner, win, yes. All right, what else? Uh, that way wasn't. I- won a bunch of Oscars, just not the best picture. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to clarify that. Yeah. This- <laughs> um, apparently, Sing's coming out again. I thought Sing already came out. 
It did. Yeah, it's apparently they're re-releasing it again this Already? week. Already? I mean, I wonder if it's a price cut. <laughs> no, it was a, it's going to be like a new special edition kind of oh, thing. But good thing I didn't pick it up yet. There you go. Underworld Blood Wars is coming out this Tuesday. Makes sense. <laughs> I'll red box that one. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to buy that one because really? I have I have the other ones. I, I have. I love I those have, movies. I have one, two, and four. I skipped the third one because the third one is a story that they told in two. Yes. And I was like, I don't need to see an hour and a half of a story <laughs> I saw the abridged version of in the second one. <laughs> and it doesn't have her in it. I mean, Rena... The girl who plays the vampire daughter. Right. I love her. She's beautiful. She's sexy. But she's not Kate Beckinsale. Yes. You know, so I'm like, I, I need that. I need Selena. Well, if you know, if you didn't have the collection, the whole collection's coming out in one box. Set, oh. Which means I think it's pretty much done at this point. I don't know. <laughs> they had a box set for the four. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Don't Give Up the Ship is also coming out. This is a uh, comedy that was uh, from 1959, excuse me, and it was, uh, um, uh, fuck, uh, what's his name? Dean Martin? No, Jerry Lewis. Uh, Jerry the Lewis? Other one, the funny one. Oh, Jerry, Jerry Lewis? <laughs> yes. Funny. Oh, the, the funny one. <laughs> he was. <laughs> France thinks so. No, it's just the way that you're like, no, not that one, the funny one. Because well, <laughs> like, Jerry Lewis used to team up with Dean Martin. And Dean Martin was always a straight man to Jerry Lewis's comic. Yes. And then, hey, the Dean. Also, Papa's Delicate Conditions also coming out. And it's a 1963 movie, and it has uh, Jackie Gleason in this one. It's a star, so. All right, so, so far, not much. It's been a, it's going to be a light week, apparently. If, yes. <laughs> I've been pulling up. Pulling, you could have just said, Sing's being re-released and La La Land. Peter O'Toole's coming out in the La Mano La Mancha. All right. Yeah. If you would have said, like, the stuntman or my favorite year, I would have, I would have been like, ooh. Yes. All right, but, all right. Uh, ESPN's 30 for 30, uh, Miracles and Men. It's about the 1980 hockey game of the U.S. Okay. versus thing. So it's a, big, it's a documentary of that see one. That. There's also the ESPN 30 films, 30 for 30. The, this was the XFL. about the. I wanted to see that. There you go. So oh, I really wanted to see that. That means it'll be coming to Netflix soon. Yes. And then, of course, ESPN's film, 30 for 30, the 85 Bears. <laughs> figured since the I, other two were there, might as well get the third one. Sure. Again. Why not? I mean, it's. It was that was a good year, the '85 Bears and Power Rangers, uh, gets ghosts, or <laughs> whatever something the complete series, another another Power Rangers series <coughs> okay. coming out. You know, there's a lot of I didn't put it on the list, but there was a lot of movies that were coming out. Like they have, uh, they're through the decades kind of thing. There's okay, like Free Willy. Uh, it's like, hey, we need a way to break some more money on this shit. Right. Let's put them all together. Right. It's like. One good movie, three shitty movies. Exactly. Like Free Willy, but then Free Willy 2, and then like <laughs> like Black Sales or something. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yes, something like that. Um, but so that's it for uh, DVD and, and movies television. All right, what do we got coming out in video games? Video games. We've I got... I think it's a light week, too. Oh, we got a lot of, kind of, kind of number of titles here. All right. one. Uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior 3 with Season Pass Edition. By Senior Active for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, that's if you pre-ordered it, you get the season pass with it. Uh, Siberia 3 by Ubisoft for the PC, Mac, PC and Mac, PS4, and Xbox One, and that's also a Tuesday release. I don't know anything about that one. Outlast Trinity by Warner Home 
video games for the PS4 and Xbox One. And that's also a Tuesday release. Okay, but that um, it's if you've never played the Outlast games, they've been yeah. out for a while. They're, they were independent games. Think of think of going through uh, an asylum in the middle of the night with nothing but a night vision camera to see through. Okay. And then that was Outlast. Outlast 2 is a prequel to Outlast. And Outlast 3 is like a completely new story. But, I mean, they're all independently online that they're now they're just putting on disc for the first time. Oh, okay. All right, so what else you got? Next is uh, Valhalla Hills by Calypso Media for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. That one, again, I think it's uh, another game that was probably popular as an independent because it's basically, hey, you get to build your own Viking community. It's mm-hmm. like it's like Age of Empires except with Vikings. Okay. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Puyo Puyo Tetris by Sega of America for the PS4 and Nintendo Switch. Puyo Puyo it. Tetris. It's two games in one, Ed. Two it's, games. It's Tetris yeah. and Puyo Puyo. Okay. Because at Tetris, interesting little facts, it is the most, it's the, the biggest selling game of all time. Of course. And then Puyo Puyo is another popular puzzle game. Okay. So what they did was they joined them together and made Puyo Puyo Tetris. What? what? <laughs> and you can play the game as just Tetris or just Puyo Puyo or... A combination. You can play Tetris with using some of the Puyo Puyo tricks, I, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I'm have only times you can just let me say Puyo Puyo. Right? Yes. <laughs> How many times can you say this? Puyo Puyo. Puyo Puyo. <laughs> I would probably get it just for the Tetris part because yeah. I love Tetris. You know, Who doesn't? I could play, I played that game for hours on end. <laughs> hours. I believe you. <laughs> Me screaming, I just need a long thin one. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Why am I keep getting a T one, son of a bitch? Now, <laughs> right, what else you got? Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 by Square Enix for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. <clears throat> that one is more of a hack and slasher than a role playing game. They, you know, I saw a little thing on it where it's, it, they took out a lot of the reading and tactical fighting and mm-hmm. it's like hey just go fight it's it's actually made by the people who do the dynasty warriors um, okay. series where it's like hey here's a bunch of guys go kill them all <laughs> you know all right what's got uh mario kart 8 deluxe by nintendo for the nintendo switch and that's also that's a friday release that's right yeah that's it's basically the mario kart 8 Mar- that was on the wii u except it's all this it's all the stages they've um modified the battle mode mm-hmm. and there's a little they added a, a, a bumper car mode where you can actually see I guess it's for kids or mm-hmm. for adults who are too lazy to actually drive keeps them in the on the track like you can't go off the track like let's so like the rain so like the rainbow the rainbow <laughs> uh, bridge is is gonna be okay you won't fall off oh. but that's that's where that's where your true man Exactly. That's a true master level. If you can yeah. do that level without that falling, falling off. off. Yeah. You're the shit. Yeah, that's right. It took uh. me forever to do that. <laughs> God, it took so long. All right, so what else you got? Uh, Little Nightmare 6 Edition by oh, Bando true. Nabkai Entertainment American Incorporated for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Friday release. This is a story about a little girl named Six, I think it is. Or seven, nine. No, is it? What's, uh, what's, uh, what's the girl's name? What's the name of the movie? I'm trying to find it. What's the name of the game? Because her name's... Little Nightmares 6. Yeah, her name's 6. Okay. 
And it's like a, it's one of those independent titles. It's like a side scroller mm-hmm. puzzle. It's it's kind of like if Tim Burton made a video game in a way. Okay. It's very moody, and you play a little girl. And the sixth edition is like a special edition where you actually get like a little statue of her and a collectible box. It, yeah. Okay. What else? A job Simulator by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PS4, and that's a Friday release. That is for the PlayStation VR. That's a VR game. It's a popular, very. It's one of the most popular games in the stores right now. Really? Like as far as like the because it really is a job simulator where it's you're in an office and you have to do things. It's like that's so stupid. It's supposedly super addicting, is what it is because it's there's there is games out there that I don't understand. Like my wife was playing one time, Cooking Mama. We had a cook, like it was like a restaurant, you had a cook. I play those games. Yeah. Oh, God. So you're always, oh, my God. She's got this one with uh, Gordon Ramsay that she oh plays. <laughs> and this one is, is like, it's, it's a whole virtual hour. You got to answer the phone. You got to do copies. You got to, like, but it, I think there's, as there's pitfalls along the way. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I hear it's like a phenomenal game. Okay. Believe it or not. Hey, what else you got? Finally, we have Period Cube, Shackles of a... Uh, Amadeus by Axis Games Incorporated for the PS Vita and that's a Friday release. What the hell is that about? Like all I heard really understood was Amadeus and I wanted to do is Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. In search of your older brother's whereabouts, you join the online RPG Arcadia and hope discovering clues. Having lost uh, consciousness after being drawn into a mysterious light you wake up within the game's fantasy world confused and shaken by this your strange yet familiar surroundings you learn that the only way to escape the, this world is of life to death life or death wait the only way to escape this world of life or death is to clear the game as the game world begins you to crumble and fall apart you will have to rely on your expanding powers for survival Okay, I got another one on that one. All right, is that it? That is it. Oh, okay. Well, it's time for Sean to bring the thunder. All right, all right, all right. Ready? So, as Ed said earlier, it was the 40th celebration. Yes, um, for Star Wars, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to bring. You, the best moments from that weekend, Ed. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Just, I figured. Uh, first off, I can tell you right off that they released the trailer for the Last Jedi. Yes. Okay. Right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> yeah. It's just years. funny we were talking about it like like what a week before or something right. like that. <laughs> like right off the bat, they released not only a trailer but the poster of uh, you can see. <laughs> Luke, Kylo, with Ray in the center, with the lit. It reminds me of the classic, the very first movie. Okay. With Luke holding the lightsaber up like this. Yeah. You know, like the whole thing. Kind of reminds me of Tron a little bit, but yeah. Oh, that's that. A little bit of Tron, too. Yeah. It's very good, Ed. I like yeah. that one. Um, let's see what else. Uh, what do you think of the poster? Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not too big into posters, but right. I mean, it's nice. I mean, I. What do you I, think of the trailer? Oh boy! You know, because we had we had, I had a discussion with this with some people, and and uh, by some people in his work, coworkers. No, <laughs> I'm the only nerd in my group. In my, uh, in my, I'm alone <laughs> at my job. It's like high school all over again. <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, no, I, I with my family because they're we're all Star Wars fans, and uh, you know the first thing I said was, you know, you saw the trailer, and right away I'm thinking, is this going to be in the movie? Are we, are we seeing? Oh. Are we seeing what it is? And they're like, well, what do you mean? And I like everybody was deciphering everything, you know, right. through it, and I'm like, well, when you saw Rogue One and that trailer, and everybody broke that into a million pieces and trying to figure out what every scene and all, I'm like. None of that was in the movie. They had to do reshoots and they had to redo the movie, right. and, you know, and the trailer you got, and that wasn't it. So, are they going to do that now because of what's going on with the late Carrie Fisher? Well, as it's funny that you bring that up because, as we said on the last show, that her brother and her daughter both yes. were like, we were, she's going to be in there. Well, apparently, during this weekend, they announced that she wasn't going to be in it. Like not in digital form, not even in like some of the cut scenes, just like that. They didn't want to, didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I, they might change their mind, or they might be doing the whole like look over here, look over here, and then at the last moment slip it in because mm-hmm. they have been doing the whole wacky cuts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, who knows? You I mean, know? what did you think of the trailer? I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was. It was. I mean, it's Star Wars. I mean, I wasn't like. Oh my god! But I was like, "All right, I'm in." It wasn't episode seven. No, there was no Chewy World moment. For yeah, me. like there was. You know, I, I at this point, I'm like, "Okay, I'm ready. Let's go." Yeah. Like, are we going to see Luke on the on Ray's back as she's running through a forest? You know, <laughs> is 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 he gonna? You know? <laughs> When 900 years old reach, you look as good, you or not. Hmm? You know? I'm waiting for like those moments. The force around you, in this tree, in this rock, in this skin. <laughs> Size matters not. That's what she said. <laughs> hmm? Look as... Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> that is why you failed. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's just I'm just gonna wait for the movie. You know, like I I, I could look at the the trailer a thousand times. I look probably watched it four times since uh, since its release, and I'm trying to like as I watch it, try to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, you know what? It's just baloney because they always put the scenes in different orders, so you don't know like what a point you know like type of thing. They're not putting in any particular order. It's just right, little like, scenes that you're getting. Like there's that moment where you saw that was in the dream with Luke and his metal hand touching R2 and mm. it looks like the Knights of Ren are coming at him. Like is that actually a moment in the movie or is that a vision that Ray had that she had in the first one again? Like mm-hmm. what's going on? Right. You know um Stacy was like, are they- I'm nervous for it. Why are you nervous for it? Because, because at the end, there's there's the very end of it when I'm not gonna call him Luke Skywalker. He's fucking Mark Hamill, <laughs> where he says, you know, the the whole last Jedi thing. You know what right. I mean? And Jedi can be singular or plural, so we don't really know like what that means. Well, funny you say that. Apparently, this weekend it's singular. See. That only like pours gasoline on my nerves. Right? <laughs> that means that there's the potential for Luke to die, right? The potential. Yeah. I'm not super big into Star Wars the way y'all are, so just judging on like what I've seen here recently, like all in one sitting, 
And then this, I'm like, oh, okay, so Luke's going to bite it, right? I don't really care that Luke dies. I don't even like Luke. I think he's a crybaby. I cannot watch Mark Hamill die. Like, I know it's Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker dying, but I love Mark Hamill for a whole different fucking reason, and I can't watch him die. <laughs> like, I know he's going to be, like, all looped up, and he's not, you know, he'll look like <laughs> all Luke. looped up. Shut up. <laughs> but either way, I have to watch. I just can't watch that. Like, and it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Absolutely nothing. So so if there's there was if there was a way like I if it wasn't the way that Han passed away, it was a different way that Luke passed away. I don't think it's away. it could be from and, natural causes in old age and it'll still fuck me up. <laughs> because it's Mark. And what if what if what if he like 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 Yoda in Return of the Jedi just vanishes and becomes part of the force? Well, see, yeah, but when Yoda died, it was, like, this really sweet moment, you know what I mean? And, like, Luke's sitting there with him, and he's, like, dying and, like, fading away, you know what I mean? That's way more sad to me, because you have to, it's, like, slow, you know what I mean? There's, like, a die. It's not just, like, stab, you fall off the thing. Yes, that hurt, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes, that was sad. Here, let me rip your heart out <laughs> and explain it to you. Right, like, the, the moment that hurt me the most, you know, it's like, oh, just stab, push off, like, eh. <laughs> You know, but it's quick. You know what I mean? It's, like it's, it's quick. It felt like forever for us. Yeah. And I get that. I understand that. But it wasn't like a, a minute and a half long of slow death. <laughs> you know what I mean? Felt and it like made it. me. And I cried when Yoda died. That made me sad. Like, yeah, he came back. I get it. That's cute. All right, it hurts a little bit less. But I still had to watch that. If this, if it was like, like just for the shits and giggles, let's hypothetically speak real quick. If it was like. For whatever reason, he looked young and Luke was dying, and it was like another actor playing him. I wouldn't care. You know what I mean? Like, bye bye, Luke. Time for you. It's your time. Fuck out of here. Because I don't like him. (laughs) But if I cannot watch Mark Ham, that's too real for me. You know what I mean? Like, I already have a hard time knowing that one day my Joker is not going to be around no more. That hurts real bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? That that hurts real, real, real bad. Now I'm going to have to, like, watch. A reenactment of it, or, or a reenactment a, of a it, a pre-enactment of it. Well, well I always like potentially. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, but I tried to put Mark a, Hamill's not going to well, either be stabbed by a lightsaber or disappear and be part of the force. I mean, it's going to be something. No, but I kind of the way I, I said I don't think Lou's going to die in this movie, only because it hits, it's going to hit too close to home. Like first, okay, you bump off Han. Now, granted. <laughs> Have fall. Harrison's still alive in the real world. In the real world, but the character is gone. Yeah. Then you lose one of the one of the original trill. One of the original three. You lose Leia in real life, mm-hmm. and yet she's in this movie. Mm-hmm. To kill off Luke, I think it's going to be too close to, like. I don't. It's like, what are we gonna do? Like, you you kill off Han in the first movie. You kill off Luke. Leia's now not gonna be in the ninth one. So, how are you gonna? Are you gonna bump her off too, or is she gonna be just in the background? Like, I, I just I don't think they're gonna go into the third movie without somebody from the original trilogy. You you think I'm full of shit? Yeah, yeah. You do? Oh yeah, I, I think I think if the, the 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 way through Disney making money is through tragedy. <laughs> Yes, they kill people. That's what they they're murderers. The mouse is a fucking murderer. He doesn't make movies without somebody dying. 
has to happen. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying not to think of it like that. I mean, I, for all I know. He killed everyone in Rogue One. <laughs> that he was didn't in, kill you all. That was unavoidable. <laughs> that had to happen. I'm just saying. I just, I mean, what they I do. walked out of that because like, it was my whole, my wife's whole family. They're all upset. And I'm like, what? They weren't in the next movie. <laughs> like, yeah. You didn't say, like, they even said a lot of people died to get you this information. They didn't say everybody. They didn't say everybody on this mission died. Appreciate it's a suicide this. mission. It was just, I'm just saying, Disney huh? kills people. It's what they I do. I mean, the original ending had them two of them surviving, I think. Like, if you saw, like, a couple weeks yeah, ago. Because they, they had options for a second right. for a second movie. Right, and they were like, okay, well, we're going to get, like, uh, Jin or so and the other guy, I always forget. The two of them were going to get off. Mm-hmm. They were going to get off the planet. And, and then they were going to leave. And then they were just going to leave. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, to me, if they would have lived, it kind of would have been a cop-out. Because it's like, well, then why wouldn't they appear in episode four? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you had to kind of kill them off in order for, first of all, to be more impactful. Mm-hmm. Like, they knew going in it was going to be a suicide mission. They accept their fate. They did their job. They got the th- they got the information off the planet, so now they know that it's going to where it needs to be, and they're they're done. They mm-hmm. go, we're done. We accept our fate. You know, I, I just can't see them. You know, the, so you don't think Luke Skywalker dying is going to be an impact? I, I mean, not on me. You know what I mean? But no, no, I do. I think off of I, his head. I think I think he'll probably die fighting the Knights of Ren. I think. He's going to get most of them. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be beautiful. We got a lot of, you know, and explosions and stabby. And, and the next thing you know, somebody's going to, like, Kylo's going to kill Luke. <laughs> what? I, 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 I can't dispute that. <laughs> no. And it's just, it's going to feel a little, it's going to be rough because, number one, Luke's going to be gone. Yeah. Also, with the impact of knowing that you're watching basically Carrie Fisher's last movie of all time. Yes. I think that's a one-two punch that I don't think Disney's willing to gamble with. I, I think... <laughs> I don't know. Elsa and Anna's mom and dad. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, they kill the, people but, all the time. But the thing is, is that like... If they're not going to make much changes in this in this movie, they're just going to let it lie. Like it's right. ar- the die's already been cast. Right. Like it's yeah. it's already done. Mm-hmm. The the damage is done, and it's like like do they second guess themselves? Yeah. Do a rewrite? Do some reshoots? Start trying okay. to bring this back? You know, kind of thing. And it's like I just don't see it. Like I. I think the way that they want to do is they want to continue this story on. And let's face it, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and mm-hmm. uh, Mark Hamill are, are getting up there in age. So sure. it's hard, it's tough for them to continue this storyline on for episode <clears throat> 10, 11, and 12 if they decide well, to go. I don't, I, yeah, if they continue on. But I think that, I think that Han dying fulfilled the role that Han wanted back in that Harrison Ford wanted back in Return of the Jedi. Mm. He wanted to get killed off back then mm. to make his death mean something, to help propel the story. This did that. Mm-hmm. You know, Luke dying in the second one, again, per- pushes the story forward again. But I think it's it's going to be like, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, it's the most I- logical choice, but that means that if Leia didn't die, I mean, if Carrie Fisher didn't die in real life, she would she would have been in the ninth movie mm-hmm. alone 
mm-hmm. without the other two. Mm-hmm. No, she would have been tr- helping Ray. And we no, already seen that Leia and Ray already kind of sort of have like a little connection. I understand that, but not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the impacts of the people who saw the original trilogy. No, I get that. You know, like I just don't think character-wise, like... I mean, will I be upset? Of course I will be upset. You know, will I cry like a bitch? Probably. No. You don't think Luke... I didn't cry, I didn't cry when Han mm. died, yeah. Whatever, okay, so just <laughs> for you. Like, like, I don't understand like why you even brought that up. It was like, a lot of people did. <laughs> yes. I mean... I, I, I actually got choked up during Civil War because I thought Captain America was going to be Yeah, okay, it. see? But then, but... Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if you... So you've seen the trailer. Yes. Okay, this ties into my next thing. Do you notice Kylo Ren's face? Mm-hmm. The scar. Mm-hmm. Okay, the scar was off. Yes. Do you know why? No. I do. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us. Okay. Well, if you can see the photos I'm going to show, Ed, you have episode seven and episode eight. Yes. You can see that it's clearly, instead of being in the middle of his face, it is now right over his right eye, going mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason is someone asked um, on Twitter... They asked Rain Johnson, the guy who directed the new movie. Mm. He's like, you see the scar for three seconds in seven. You see it for a whole movie in eight. I'm betting they just liked it further right, close enough. Um, Rain Johnson responded, he, and he responded, it was my decision to slightly adjust it, and that, was my, and, that was my, and that was my justification. It honestly looked goofy running straight up the bridge of his nose. Mm. So he just basically, look, I mean, I get it looks goofy, we're going to move it. Mm. You know, like, all right, I mean, I don't care either way, as long as, because that prick needs to die anyway, fucking kill his old father. (laughs) (laughs) Stab, fall. Shh. (laughs) It's not just, it it was stab. No, it was not that slow. That's how it felt. (laughs) (laughs) Look of horror. Sad touch to his son. Fall. Oh, slow fall <laughs> down. A, and then... Uh, it seemed like forever. Seemed right. like forever. And then this painful scream from Chewbacca that broke your heart. Yes. You know, broke my heart. Yeah. It broke my heart. You know, so that's why. All you know, right. and he just said, look goofy, I moved it. Like, all right, you know, whatever. I mean, it's sure probably one of those things where... In 10 years, we're going to digitally alter <laughs> and have them cut, go down this way. Like, they're going to pull a Lucas. <laughs> and then, not only did all this happen, but they also released the trailer for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yes, they did. I'm assuming you've seen that. Of course. Now, right away, there's a, a story. Yes. So I'm happy. Okay. Um, looks gorgeous. It's going to cover all six, all three generations, you might say. Yeah. From Darth Maul. You saw Darth Maul fight Yoda in one part. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, whatever. Um, the Millennium Falcon shots look pretty good. But you play the Empire. Mm-hmm. You don't really, I mean, well, I guess you can kind of say. And apparently someone came in, I don't know how true this is, so take this as a grain of salt. Apparently, 
LucasArts and Disney liked this storyline so much that they made it canon. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. Did, did you see anything on that? Or? No, I, have, I haven't seen anything on that. But like what, what I've been finding out about the canon and non-canon stuff is the fact is, is that Disney's trying to put more like not just the movies and, and books. They want to give it more in their experience because people tend not to read anymore or, right. or, or very few. So they, they mean, I'm sure there's a, there's a nice group of people that are reading these books and you know, I, I enjoy used, them. I used to read all the new order stuff. I thought it was fascinating with when Han and Leia had the twins and, you know, Jason, Jaden and Anakin. Mm. Like I, I thought it was all great, you know, but I mean, when Disney bought it, they were like, yo, all that stuff doesn't matter. Nope. The only person I knew they brought in from those original books is Thrawn. Yes. You know, like he's got his own his own book that just it's coming out soon. Yeah. To kind of because he's actually he's actually in Star Wars Rebels right now. Right, and that's yeah. another thing they did this weekend too is that season four apparently it got it. Yeah. They premiered it, but I also think it's it's last season. Well, you know, they keep saying that because technically this past season was the last season. Like a lot of lot of speculation because the renewal never came up okay. for season four. So everybody was speculating this was it. Like like everybody was getting geared up for the end because of the the big showdown that was going to happen right and at the season finale. So people got excited for that, figuring this was it. And then, of course, you see in Rogue One, there is, you see Chopper, which is one of the, the droids from the Rebel series. Okay. And then the ship, the Phantom uh, uh, ship that's in there, the Ghost, I mean, uh, is in there. So that's, like, part of the, the and lore. And the, the Hammerhead ships, I yes. think, are used in that, too. Yeah, they were, in the series, they were brought in as, a, you know, tr- as they're building the Rebellion. Uh, okay, uh, all right. Uh, 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 army that's that was the ships from Alderaan that they were uh, donated to uh, help the cause okay um, I'm excited for it I mean of course internet dweebs got all up and it's like oh we gotta play as a girl fuck you aren't you playing Tomb Raider like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't get that at all like why people like just like take it for what it is you're just just enjoy if the story is good who the fuck cares right like you get to play the Rebels. I mean, okay, I'll let you know. I pre-ordered mine, obviously. Right. Um, I would suggest you being a Star Wars Battlefront fan mm-hmm. that you might want to put your $5 down at GameStop to get the Deluxe Edition. Because, number one, you get it four days before everybody else. All right? Mm-hmm. So, and then November uh, 14th instead of the 17th, you know. Then, apparently... Um, with the deluxe package, all your Im- imperial since it's since it's designed from the empire's perspective, all the stormtroopers and the special uh, the the the, the, what's all, the no the the guys all in black, the special forces yes they all get the dark troopers right they all get double damage on oh, okay. on their characters like throughout like for the rest of the game. Like for all, like you, whenever you play the Empire in the multiplayer, player, mm. you're always going to have an advantage. You, you yourself. Okay. So I'm just saying, five dollars down guarantee you that copy. You can't stop working. <laughs> work, 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 work. Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it looked really good. I mean. The what do you call it? Um, 
I got more excited for that trailer than the Star Wars Battlefront 2 than I did for the Episode 8 trailer, to be honest with you. I mean, me too, because I'm like, all right. The only problem is I'm like, I hope they work on their load screens. Because I, I haven't even touched any of the Rogue One stuff they threw in, in the Battlefront 1. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not waiting fucking two minutes to get logged into a screen and then to wait two minutes to get logged out of it. <laughs> what? I just it's funny to hear that kind of stuff because it's like remember back in the eighties, I'm not gonna wait twenty minutes for this thing alone to play a game for five minutes. I yeah, I mean I still have that mentality because it's like like you said, there's certain games with multiplayer. I'm in, I'm out. I mean, I'm bouncing. You can, you know. And granted, I, people are going, well, it's because of the the visual, like how well it looks when you get in there. I'm like, I've seen better. Really? Yeah. I, I I okay. I'm 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 still blown by away by the by this game. I mean, uh, to me, comparatively to the older versions of Battlefront, this to me I, is like a, a a immersive experience to me. Like, I, know, I mean, I, I mean, that. granted, I would like a storyline, you know, like kind of thing. Because after a while, you're like, I get my ass handed to me day after day after day, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play anymore because. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I understand that part, but I'm telling you on the on the scope of multiplayer games that are out there, mm-hmm. I've seen better graphics. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, they're impressive, but I've seen just as good graphics with faster load times. Okay. And that, to me, is like, like I, that's the only thing that kind of hangs me up about playing it. And then I feel like, you know, like once once I finally get in, I feel like I'm obligated to play it for, for several hours just so I can get my, you know my money's worth out of it <laughs> for that low time. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'll, obviously, I pre-ordered mine, so I'm going to play it again. Um, I'm interested for the story. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to look good. i got to be honest, the girl that they have as the lead character looks kind of familiar. And I don't mean, like, looks familiar as far as the motion-captured person that they got. Mm. Like, I'm actually going to look into it because she kind of reminds me of the girl who's now in... Uh, Sleepy Hollow, the cop, who's the, the mom of the daughter, who's the next watcher or whatever the hell they're called. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen Sleepy Hollow in a while. So yeah, okay. she was also in True Blood for a bit, and you know, she. I'm like, we, I, we, I met her at a MonsterCon. You know? Okay. Um, so it was like she kind of looks like her a little bit. So I'm probably gonna go Google search Battlefront Two, see the cast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything, anything else Star Wars related that I could think of? No. Not off the hand, but hey, guess what? What? Guess what's returning to Fox? This will be my last article, by the way. Guess what's returning to Fox? Returning to returning Fox. to Fox. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Prison it, Break. No, better. No. Better. I mean, I mean, okay. I never watched Prison Break. I heard it was a great show. But... I've never watched it either, but it's the only one I can make up the top of my okay. head. Okay, it's ten episodes. Okay, only ten episodes. Fox twenty four. Nope. Okay. Um, would you like? Would you like an audio clue? Yes. X Files. Yep. They, they didn't they do that already. Yep. They're X, doing it again. Yep. Okay. X Files event series to return to Fox. The truth is still out there. Again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fox has ordered a new ten episode revival of the X Files, the classic television sci-fi drama that returned to the network's air with a limited series last year. The new installments, billed as a continuation of the 10-episode 2016 run, will premiere during the 2017-18 television series. So, I mean, it's like this year. Yeah. Which wow. was kind of like, what? Who did, when did they do that? <laughs> um, the production again will overnight 
David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson with the series creator, Chris Carter, and it's slated to begin production this summer. So they'd be like, okay, we got two episodes. Quick air them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is, uh, doesn't say the 2016 limited series. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, I just realized now I'm pissed off. Why are you pissed <laughs> off? Because I have the X-Files. I bought the Xbox the X-Files series, the complete series on Blu-ray, right? Yeah. And it came in this nice box set and it left an opening for the limited run. Yes. So when I got the limited run, I could slip it right there. So now it's all full. Now I got a fucking another box set I got to worry about? <laughs> and that's going to be off to the side? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what are you going to do? Personal <sighs> problems. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> the, the 2016 revival program actually... Had um an a multi, had an audience of sixteen million viewers. Sixteen million people watched that show. I, I which, wouldn't be surprised. Which you know. averaged a four point eight rating in the eighteen to forty nine dem, you know, de- demographic. demographic yeah. which is the sweet spot. Yeah, that's why the all the advertising goes to that group. <laughs> that's why you see the new latte at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> did, did you see the? I mean, I'm assuming you did. You watched the twenty sixteen. Uh, I watched most of it. Okay. I kind of fell off because I actually was going to work. <laughs> like I actually <laughs> had to work nights, and I never finished it. Yeah. Um, and I also, too, heard that Fox ran a couple of those episodes out of order. But with Chris Carter's okay, because he realized that there were certain things that needed to be said before or something else, Yeah. I think. But I, there was a couple of moments where I was watching the show going, what are they talking about? Because, I mean, I know sometimes a show can lose a person. Yeah. Because they get talk all, you know, x file you know? <laughs> x <laughs> <laughs> But even, like, I like to think that I'm somewhat intelligent. I can usually follow point A to point B, point to point C. This was like, okay, point A, point B, point D, point E, point C. And well, I'm like... I don't understand why they do that. Like, that, that. That bothers the hell out of me. Because they actually did that. I, I was watching... Um, Clone Wars, on, right. you know, the, the animated Clone Wars. And uh, there's a couple episodes where people died in the episode. There's certain characters that died. Okay. And then a few episodes later, they're alive again. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm sitting there watching going, wait, did that person die? And, you know, and I'm like, now I'm like super nerd. Like, isn't that episode 23? He dies. So I actually watched on YouTube, like they have these for shows. It's always interesting. They have like 176 facts about this show. And they, and they, one was about Clone Wars. I'm like, I'll watch it and see like how much I remembered, you know, cause it was, it's been a while. Right. And they said, yeah, they purposely ran episodes out of order. So they actually put it on the disc the same way as they aired them. Oh, so that's, that's and I'm like, well, why I hate when they do that. It's stupid. I hate when they do that. Um, fun fact though, that, that run, even though it was only 10 episodes, was their fifth highest rated broadcast series of the season for Fox. So, obviously, Fox is like, wait, it worked? Yeah. Fuck, let's hire him again. That's <laughs> just again. You know? Um, just so you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, though, but the original run started in 1993. Yeah. It earned 16 primetime Emmy Awards over its initial nine-season run. Nice. That's, that's you know. That's impressive. That is. It's, it's most impressive. 
Uh-huh. I, liked, I liked the show. I mean, I I mean, I I wasn't really a big fan of it, and uh, I I actually when we the the place we met, Glenroy, the the company we met. Uh, one of the guys who worked there uh, loved X Files. Right, we'd talk about it. I uh, couldn't stand it, and my, then I started watching it. I'm like, yes, yeah, <laughs> fucking good show. Like, I can't. My dad was such a fan of the show, he actually joined the fan club because in 93 there was no real internet. Yeah. So you would actually have to kind of join like sign in and get a fan club because it came with the I want to believe poster that's in Mulder's office. Yeah. It came with like mock FBI cards of ID cards yeah. of the two of them. I was like <laughs> my dad was such a fan that I actually bought him one year um it's actually still up. It's a signed um statue by the guy who created the who created the statue yeah. of uh, the fluke monster, I think it's got this big funky looking mouth. Yeah. It, I was like, he was a huge fan of it. Loved that show. You know, it was definitely. And then I bought the box set. I started watching, and I was like, you know, I watched episodes here and there. Yeah. Um, and then watching the series, I was like, wow, this show is really fucking good. Like, yeah. really good. You know. <laughs> it was one of the first soundtracks too, the television soundtracks I bought yeah. on CD because there was a couple good songs. I was like, I like that song, you know. But again, I was I was influenced by the Mammy Vice years, where it was like, I can feel it coming in here tonight. So like, anytime I'm on a long road where that song comes on, it's all I think of. Yeah. I just go right back to the the, the <laughs> '80s, you know. <laughs> Takes off his socks, rolls up his sleeves. I wear I wear. You know, pastel colors. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wear white, <laughs> white cottony pants for some reason. You know, I, I bought a fedora. <laughs> Why? Because Duran Duran had it. <laughs> had skinny ties all over the fucking place. <laughs> do you have pictures of this? I don't think I have. I don't, I don't think I do. Damn, I wasn't much of a picture taker. <laughs> I mean, I took a lot of photos, but I was never, I've never been in a lot of photos. Never rarely do you see me in like the hey, you know. I mean, I you know what? Actually, that's not true. <laughs> I do have a photo like when I went on. Um, in 1986 or 87, I went on to a cruise to Bermuda. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you laughing at? Because that's, that's when he got a disease <laughs> that I will throw in his face for the rest of his existence. That's when he got a disease. <clears throat> what disease? A sexually do? transmitted disease, if you will. <laughs> Sean had mono. <laughs> <laughs> like the way she said, a sexually transmitted. <laughs> He's a sturdy, dirty boy. It was mono. Kiss the toilet seat. <laughs> you know? He played tonsil hockey with a nasty girl. That's what he did. Totally worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even born. I had neither here nor there. <laughs> I'm just going on record. Like you were not even a glimmer in your daddy's eye. I was planned, so I might have been a glimmer. All right. <laughs> Wait, what year was this cruise? 86 or 87. I was, you I, weren't even. I, might, I was planned. I might have been a glimmer. No, not that part. No. If I could call him and ask him, I would. <laughs> In the late 80s, were you thinking about having me? Like, or... hey, Dad, so I got a question. <laughs> I am doing a podcast right now. He'd be like, what's that? Because he was like the most untechnical person ever. Like, 
he thought computers were the devil, okay? <laughs> and are. I'd be like, so back in like 86 or 87, did you think that you were just going to knock my mom up and have me? And he would tell me the truth. I'm telling you he would. I can't call him because he's not alive. But, <laughs> but hold it, you have an older sister, right? I do, but my older sister likes to pretend that I wasn't planned, even though my mother has looked me dead in my face and been like, Stacey, we, tr- we tried to, like, we valiantly. How, how, how older is your sister? How many years? Uh, six and some change. Her sister was around when I got this disease. Where I got mono. Yeah. Yeah. You know. From a nasty girl. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I throw it in his face all the time. It's, it, all the time. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> but the point <laughs> I was trying to make, Ed. That was a point. Yes. Okay. That there actually is me right before we went on the cruise. They take photos of people. I was actually in like a peach muscle shirt. And... I don't know it. I, I want to. I don't think I had white pants on. I think I had black jeans. I might have. I don't think I. But it was definitely like a pastel color T-shirt. <laughs> you know. You need to find this picture. I, I, I don't fi- want to. Why? Oh. Because I can't. <laughs> I hate pastel colors. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like a bright, bold color kind of person, right? Like. It's, was, it's for laughs. It's not for anything was, else. But I know, but I have to color. realize, oh, that's the man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. There was a couple photos you saw of me when I was a teenager. You were like, oh. Sorry. Sorry. There was a spider hanging from the ceiling. <gasps> right behind her. <laughs> so I had to flick it out of the air. <laughs> <Save> my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, but he flicked it. You heard that? You heard the thud. It, it was like it was a big ass spider. It like it was, Saved my life. <laughs> oh, now you don't care about that mono now, do you? The pastel shirt. Every chance I get. Yeah, so I'll see if I can dig it up. Yeah, you know, and scan it's it or you know, <laughs> post it. There's, I mean, I think like during that time there was a bunch. Of, like, I know for that cruise there was that whole fancy like formal night. So there's me and a. The James Bond classic white dinner jacket tuxedo. <laughs> you look, you got this blank look in your face, like, like all right. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, like, is like I have an eighth grade picture of me, like, in the white jacket and the white pants. Yeah, it was the '80s. Miami Vice was the shit. I didn't like, have the 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 peach color. I had a, a blue and white striped uh, dress shirt on underneath, but no, I mean, was, well, but everybody wore it. Like, it was like when, that. I had a lime, a fluorescent green shirt. <laughs> it was a, it was, it was fluorescent green from top to bottom. There was nothing on it except green. And what I liked about it, and this is going to sound really fucked up, is the fact that when it got dusk, the ultraviolet of the sun made the shirt sure. shine. Like super, like I was in like a fucking rave for like three hours. And just walking around the mall going, what's up? You know, <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, I can't I, believe I kissed this man." <laughs> I went to raves for that was like a thing for me for like a few years. Yeah, you know what I mean. So in my head, all I can picture is like the raves <coughs> that I went to. It was like a big deal for me and my friends. It's what we did. I love dubstep and, and techno music. He hates when I listen to it. Hates it. I do it all the time, though, when he's not home because he hates it so much. So in my head, I'm like, can I picture Sean walking around a rave? Like, 
<laughs> one of today's rays. No, 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 no. no yeah. This, but it actually, the color was so bright, it looked like you know those those glow sticks, those yeah. green ones, because it was the only color that we had back then. <laughs> Take one of those, shake it up, and that was the color of the shirt at dusk, from like five o'clock to about seven o'clock at night. Like yeah. it was just that moment of the perfect height, and it was just warm, warm. <laughs> and I would now this is coming from a guy who now who has. Three shades of black. Yes. Black, black, and light black. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't own color. I, black, all. black, and faded black. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she once yelled at me because my black on my jeans didn't match the black on my t shirt. Yeah, that bothered me. You gotta match your blacks, okay? You gotta match your blacks. <laughs> you can't be having like kind of sort of black, faded, ugly black because you didn't wash it the right way. No, you gotta match your blacks. But back in the 80s, I mean, I wore a lot of black in the 80s. Yeah. But there was that moment because my advice was so powerful that, you know, you had to buy the pink t shirts or, you know, and they, they had to be sleeveless. I yeah. went through a shit ton of muscle shirts. I mean, you probably look at you, you have no muscle now. When I was younger, I did. Because I did do go to, I did work out at a gym for like 13 to 17. You know, it all turned into fat as I got older. <laughs> there was a lot of tea. I had like a, like a red shirt with a, one of those Japanese dragons on it. And, and it, it was sleeveless. But not like, I didn't rip the sleeves off. They were made. They to were made like, that way. Right. So like the head, like, imagine that little seam looks up to be. Like, you know, like up there, <laughs> like a head. You know, like the yeah, fight. stop doing that. Stop, like, stop rolling your sleeve. I don't want to see the pale heart. Like, like, so pale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, walk around. Like, imagine it being pink <laughs> or baby blue. <laughs> I'm picturing the red with the dragon. Yeah, it was. It was it was it was it was completely red. It had a black dragon. It was like I said, an Asian style, yeah. it, and it kind of. It looked like you would see it on like a, like a Yakuza member. Yes. yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's the sad part. I can picture it so vividly. I've never seen him wear this shirt, but I can picture him wearing it now. And I would wear it with black jeans and the red shirt and sleeveless, you know, in the 80s. It was just, you know. I didn't, and, and then when I had to go fancy, it was skinny tie and the light. With the cotton, you know, dinner jacket, you might yeah, say, that you yeah. rolled up the sleeves so that, you know, it was just... That was the way. It was the way. That was the fashion. <laughs> she, she got her head gone. Why am I with you? <laughs> I hate that. Look, that's cheesy as fuck. It was the 80s. That's what you did. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That Girls with the... Madonna-looking hair. Mm. Leg warmers. Mm. See, girl fashion to me it doesn't look as stupid as boy fashion. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would beg to differ. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I get it. You know, you the, lived it. The feathered so. hair. Oh yeah, I mean, you look. You look through my high school book. Every all the girls' hair were like three feet off their heads. No, like, well, my older sister got her hair permed. My mom permed it for like some years. You know what I mean? <coughs> and there's, I have picked. I throw them in her face all the time because she hates it. I have pictures of my sister with like this ugly little shoulder bob haircut, and it's just permed and it's big and it's poofy and she has like these fucked up braces with like these stupid <laughs> little coke bottle glasses. And then the background of the picture looks like little lasers all over the background. <laughs> that was totally 80s. That was totally, <laughs> was totally 80s. That's what it looks like. 
I think like I have she, a graduation picture like yeah, that, actually. Like she took it at like Sears or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how you got you. There was no selfies. Yes. <laughs> you know, oh, we got to get fancy photos. It was either your school picture or Sears. No, yeah. I mean, I... Or, I, or <laughs> they or they had that for a while. It was like that studio where people would go and get a makeover. Because mm. my Glamour sister did it. Shot. Yes, because my sister <laughs> and my mom both did it at one point in time. <laughs> my mom and my sister did it too, right? <laughs> My mom's a redhead first and foremost. Redhead, pale skin, freckles everywhere, right? Uh, like, token, you don't have a soul redhead, okay? And she, I have her glam- <laughs> Wow! I, glamour shots was past my time, okay? I never had to take glamour shots. Mm-hmm. But I have my mom and my sister's glamour shots. Again, I throw it in their face every fucking chance that I get. But she had... My mom was so pale that she had this stupid little fucking... She said that they put, she like kept her regular blue jeans on and then they put like the shirt on them, but it was like off the shoulders. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But my mom's so pale that she kind of sort of blended in with like the background. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's just a bunch of soulless eyes floating in there. It's the worst. It, with like with big, freckles. With like big glamour shot red hair with like obnoxious fucking makeup. I swear. It's the funniest thing. I'm so glad I, I was after that time. I, I will have to see if I could do out at least the one picture because <laughs> it was peachy, it was peach color, and I was tan too. It wasn't Where like, are you? Yeah, believe it or not, I was because I mean, I was younger and I was outside a lot and it was sleeveless shirts. You know, you tend to get tan. <laughs> She's like, I never see you in the sun at all. No, you have a farmer's tan on your left arm, that's right, <laughs> from hanging out the window in the car. Yeah, my left arm is potentially darker than my right one. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> Can you say it's the only you're not gonna see me going, oh, I need to work on my time today. <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. All right. No, you got anything else there to add? No, that is it. All right. How about you, sweetheart? No. All right, we'll see if we call tonight. That's a call tonight. All right, well, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters here at Aqua. Oh, well, normally, now I'm all discombobulated. <laughs> thanks for listening to the show. Normally, you can hear us live on Sunday nights starting around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. So search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com, and it's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.